business is booming. From the small mom and pops to the big industries, our local businesses drive our economy and provide the products, services, and jobs we depend on. Our host, Jennifer McCurdy, brings us these stories as she visits with the business owners and leaders of Fort Payne and DeKalb County, Alabama. And now, here's Jennifer. Well, today we have Brian Jett, Superintendent of the Fort Payne City School Systems with us for Businesses Booming. Thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here. Uh, very excited about this. We'll talk about our school system. Yeah. Anytime I can talk about the school system, that's what I love. Well, that's what we want to learn more about. I know y'all got um, a lot going on right now, some new initiatives and some other things maybe that you've been doing and you're doing a really good job at that maybe people aren't aware of. So why don't you so, talk about some things so that are I happening? Think, well, I probably want to start with growth. Okay. Growth is kind of how we look at everything, um, especially when we're looking at our facilities. So we started out several years ago. We kind of knew that uh, Williams Avenue is a 54, built in 1954. So we, we kind of knew that we were either going to have to renovate there or we're going to have to move that school or, or something was going to have to happen. So the city comes in, uh, they do the bond issue. We wind up getting $20 million out of that bond. So we build Little Ridge. One of the biggest things that I've been able to take away from that is being able to move fifth grade out of the middle school and putting it with three, four, and five together uh, for Little Ridge Intermediate School. Uh, The public, the community really liked that. They had always said they wanted fifth grade some way out of the middle school uh, it, it, it lowers the number for the, for the middle school. It gets that elementary grade out of the middle school. Yes. So it was a win-win for everyone. So by doing that, that took third and fourth grade away from Williams Avenue. So now you have Little Ridge, three, four, five, and then you have Williams Avenue. We didn't have anything. We kind of know what we want to do there. So we've started with pre-K. So we pull pre-K out of Wills Valley. Uh, pre-K is at, uh, Williams Avenue right now with around 155 students. We want that to grow, uh, and that may even grow into maybe uh, uh, um, four-year-olds as well one day, and then maybe into three-year-olds. So that's kind of what's going on at Williams Avenue. If you haven't seen it, you need to take a look at it. It's a We have went in, and we used a lot of our what we call ESSER money. Uh, mm-hmm. You would call it COVID money, probably close to – well, we're at least half a million right. to up to date. We're probably going to do a little bit more. Um, the, we took the library totally out. Uh, it's turned into kind of, a, kind of a little city in there where kids can play. Uh, we've done, redone the hallways. Uh, in October of this year, they'll come in, and they're going to take out all the existing 1954 windows out of the entire facility. That's a huge undertaking. It'll be a huge undertaking. That's around another $450,000. So it'll have new uh, windows, better energy-efficient school. The school is great. It's still in really good condition. So we wanted to keep it in our school system, and it's a perfect place for pre-K. Yes, it is. Perfect. And, and, and it pre-K. took the, the that, that population out of Wills Valley and put it down to Williams Avenue. So that's working out great. Right now, we do bust some of our high school classes there just because the high school – Unfortunately, it's where we have the the largest growth right now, and we're behind there. Williams Avenue, we can grow at Williams Avenue. 
Wills Valley. Now we have extra space at Wills Valley because we, we took pre-K out. So we can still grow there and be comfortable. Wouldn't have to add any more classrooms, anything like that. Little Ridge, we have space up there that we can grow. Fort Payne Middle School, we have space where we can grow because uh, we took fifth grade out of the middle school. So all of that K, pre-K through eight is all set now for more growth, hopefully more industry into the city, yes, we hope. Uh, more growth. So the high school is kind of where we're a little bit behind. Uh, we were not expecting that. I think this year we have a, around a, a 1,105 students at Fort Payne High School. Wow. So back when I started 28 years ago, the school was probably around 750. Total for the whole school? For the entire 9 through 12, around oh, 750. 12, okay. Uh, so now just a few years ago, we were around 950. 960 and now we're a thousand one hundred and five or ten kids so we're building the beach center right now so i'm very excited about that that's building electrical aviation technology center so we're going to have uh aviation drone classes green car rechargeable battery classes and a construction pathway uh, i love all three of them yes, but, but much my, needed much needed much needed so the construction is your favorite, probably. We, we probably need it. <laughs> so, and I, and I'll kind of tell you why. I love Steve Black. I wouldn't want him to think I'm not giving him any love because the aviation drone is. Well, it, his program at the school it, now is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Children, all the kids that go through that's that love right. It. Yeah. That's right. They all love it. So uh, Rebecca Mason, we've hired her on. She'll really take the lead in the uh, TV production classes. Uh, so that'll kind of leave Steve to do a little bit of TV production, but really concentrate on, on drone classes. Okay. So, so in January, if everything works out well and we're able to get into that building, he'll kind of move totally into drone and do a little bit of a TV production. So with the drone classes, uh, he's going to teach those kids. Um, they're going to have a FAA certification when they leave the class. So they'll be able to fly a drone commercially uh, for businesses or whatever that may be. Uh, we want to get into payload delivery. I don't know what that is. Okay. So payload de delivery. Uh, that's where you're going to have a drone for probably Amazon one day, Walmart, and other large retailers. They're going to deliver those packages by drone to your doorstep. That's kind of what we're foreseeing. Right. We have that drone already. We can do that. Uh, there's other neat little pathways out of that uh, where the drone is infrared drone, where it can pick up infrared uh, uh, signatures in buildings and things of that maybe nature. military or uh, law can, enforcement. Right. Or, right. So we're hoping to maybe uh, partner with the city on that side of it a little bit and maybe get some of our kids hired work for the city and vice versa, oh, things yeah. of that nature. Uh, so that's that's the drone classes. The green car classes, that's going to kind of evolve as we go. We're going we're gonna to have a, a green car kit where they're putting together a green car that's totally uh, battery operated, but it's an actual car. They're going to build it. Uh, so that's going to be the start of that class, but it'll kind of go in a lot of directions. How do you find for the green car? instructors for those programs well we have the aviation drone instructor yes. we don't really have the green car instructor right now we're kind of in the process of 
we found two or three that might might fit that mold, uh, but we're not totally to that yeah. portion yet. Hopefully, November, December is when we'll be able to hire for that and then open up those classes in January. So, like I said, my favorite pathway of the three, and I say this because I have so many friends that are in construction, so we're going to build tiny houses. Oh, we're going we're going to teach the construction from the, from the ground up. Uh, plumbing, electrical, drywall. So really what we want to happen here is we're going to we've we've pretty much found the instructor we believe uh, in the in the coming months that we'll probably be able to hire. Uh, that'll be a 12-month employee. They're going to work year-round for us even in the summertime. So what we want is Think of this as a, a, a sports team. So real good sports teams have great interaction with their coaches. Okay? Uh, you would follow uh, me a little uh, bit? Yeah. So we want outside construction people to come in and, and to maybe a, a, a master electrician and maybe teach a unit on electricity and to get to know the kids. Same thing for plumbing. Same thing for just general construction. Yeah. We want, we want these people to get to know our kids. And then just like in coaching, just like with sports, when the kids get comfortable with you, they, they want to talk to you and kind of really learn things from you. Okay, you with me? I am. Okay. So when that happens, then we're hoping by the time their junior and definitely their senior year, we want them to maybe do a co-op or some type of internship where they're going out and working on the j- actual job sites. So that that's kind of – that's what we're hoping to yeah. start funneling those students. And, and, hey, if they want to do a two-year degree out at Northeast and specialize into something, we're up for that too. Yes. But we're trying to get these kids to replenish an aging workforce. That is, yes, 100% construction is there's not enough. Even plumbing, electrical. That's right. And I think anyone listening can say, and there's big I hear money you. In there's, it. Yeah, there's a lot of money in it. I mean – especially since there's there's a lack of availability of people willing to do it, I would That's say. That's right. So, and I think the mindset of the parents need to – or it's kind of – it is starting to change. I, you know, there was a period. You don't you have and to I go know, to college. Right. But remember when we were in That's school, right. they were Everyone like, go to, to go, college, go to college. But now it's just – you don't have to. You and there's so many really good living. No, That's 100%. Right. And not so, even – I'm very passionate about that pathway because I think we can see immediate results – and I think we can we can have our contractors come back and say, "Hey, this is a huge impact right off the bat." That's yeah. really what I see. Now, the other two pathways, I think, are the future, big time future they are, pathways. Yes, they are. But I think it'll take a little bit, a little bit longer uh, to see kind of the fruits of the, the, uh, that labor. But the construction pathway, I think, we can see immediate results there because. It, I'm kind of taking the mindset of the of the coaching of when kids become comfortable with adults mm-hmm. and they're learning from the adults and they believe in what the adult is trying to teach them, all of it flows so much better. Uh, the reason I believe that is is we have a huge – our graduation rate's around 98%. Um, our college and career readiness certification – uh, that's around in the 90s, 92 to 94, somewhere in there. So we're keeping the kids, and they're, they're interested in what we're, we're trying to show them, whether it's uh, health care, 
robotics, engineering, culinary, TV production, um, uh, some of our older ag pathways, mm-hmm. which are still viable. Right. Uh, so they like what we're offering. And I just think these three new pathways are going to go off the chart and they're going to be very excited about them as well, uh, or about those as well. So we try to survey the kids and kind of get a little feel of what they want to do as well. So the, the beat center is going to be huge for Fort Payne city schools and Fort Payne high school. Um, a little bit about the building itself. So the building itself is 12,000 square foot. The entire building is severe weather rated. It's a storm shelter. Even the roll-up doors are FEMA certified. So you could stand in one of those construction bays. And so we could put the entire campus could fit in that building. Now, we will not do that just because of probably three-fourths of the campus will go to that building the other fourth of campus, which would be in the gym, in the band hall, and um, field house or athletic area down there, they're probably going to the basement of the gym. Reaction time. You know, like Little Ridge. An entire wing of Little Little Ridge is a storm shelter. That's great, though. You have so to think of those you, things now so when you're our, building. Our new facilities that we're building, we're adding the storm shelter component and, and that, a lot of that is state regulations as well, but we're doing that as locally as well. So it's a win-win. Yeah. You know, you can have your all these pathways in there, these classes in there, but also have it where you can be really, really, really safe and your children can be really safe. Yeah. Which is appreciated Which for is sure. very, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So something you added last year was a full-time career coach. Yep. Right. Can you talk about what their role is in the school system? I, I'm a huge advocate and fan of, of having career coaches in the schools. I think they're very beneficial, and I'd love to hear more about what they're doing at Fort Payne. So our career coaches, that that's kind of an evolution there. It, it will kind of grow the more and more uh, it, it's out there. So we're trying to to take that person and to allow them to connect our students with job opportunities, uh, maybe even op- college opportunities. So, so they're kind of the liaison to make sure we're exposing our kids, especially our seniors, but preferably before their senior year, because if we can get them exposed to something, then we could put them in a pathway where they could, re- you know, I'm going to take me for example. Let's say I, that I wanted to be in the healthcare pathway. Oh, I, I'm a freshman. Mm-hmm. I want to go in the healthcare pathway. Put me in there my, my sophomore year, my 10th grade year. What, what, what's bodily fluids? Why am I having to deal with bodily fluids? What's, I don't like blood. I'm figuring out instead of when I'm spending mom and dad's dollars right. as a freshman or sophomore in college or maybe even a, a junior in college, I figure out early on as a high schooler, hey, that's not for me. Yep. So we did have a Fort Payne student last year who job shadowed through right. with the Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce, right. partnered with Fort Payne City that's Schools right. and the career coach that's and, right. uh, with, for job shadowing opportunities. And the the young lady did a um, job shadowing in the medical field and loved it. And now they're in the medical field. Right. right. So, but sometimes they may discover this is not, not for me, right. but there's other opportunities. So, it gives, I agree, it gives them a chance to firsthand see what it's like, real time experience. 
And something else that um, Fort Payne is, you have dual enrollment with Northeast Alabama Community College. So dual enrollment is huge. And, and Northeast has been a great partner for us, um, whether it's uh, just your regular core classes or career technical. And we want to continue that partnership uh, and, and for it to grow more and more as the years go by. Um, we also have what is called early college. So you have your dual enrollment, all that's on campus, but you have early college and there's, there's 10 of those scholarships a year that we at there, they're actually scholarshiped through Fort Payne city schools. So as a junior, you may decide to do early college. It's a very competitive. We only choose 10. Uh, they do not come on our campus anymore. They go solely to Northeast. It would not have been for me. It would not have been for my oldest daughter. Sports, so she wanted to be on campus. She wanted the campus life. She wanted to know what was going on. Uh, she played volleyball. She played basketball. So that's not who, who you're looking for there. This is someone that knows what they want to do educationally-wise. They're, they're not really totally into athletics or band or something like that but they want to do the total college thing early on. It's great. You can knock out a lot of classes. A lot of it is free. Uh, I think Northeast takes care of a lot of the books and everything on that. So we do we do that as well. But you, I know you've had students graduate with an associate's that's degree right. from Northeast right. as well as their um, degree from Fort Payne. High School Diploma, yeah, that's, that's At correct. the same time. That's right. It's phenomenal. That's not for me either, but – Students that know what they want to do and are, are that driven to be uh, into the workforce and doing something productive, it's great for those students. It's great for those students, and it's really good for the parents' checkbook as well. Yes, it is. So yes, that, it is. that can help there a lot. So um, I don't – we advertise that. It's not for everyone, but it is for a portion of our population. I really think that's what we cri- we pride ourselves on, in, in, especially at Fort Payne High School is we pride ourselves on trying to have a niche for everyone in the school. You do a great job at that with your pathways. Right. Um, I think, and that's one thing about the, well, the many about the Fort Payne City School System that I love. There's so many resources there and so many options for students. I'm just it's so diverse, and I love that. Every student doesn't fit into the same mold, and um, there's options. So that's appreciated and noticed. So for 13 years... I had a secret statistic, and it was if you were involved in two extracurricular activities, your grades were phenomenal, you had zero discipline, and your attendance was really good. Anytime we could get the population of the the high school to hit about 80% or better on that, to be involved in two things, and you think, well, I don't know what you're saying. Well, here's someone that's in the band, but they're in culinary. Right. Okay. Or they're in JROTC and they're Which in cross country. Which is a phenomenal country. program too, the JROTC. You know, if you're involved in two extracurricular activities, and we have so many to pick from, when you could do that, the student was so successful. Uh, and that's what we always strive for is trying to get them into two, no matter what, it, whether it was um a robotics competition or, or, or basketball, whatever it was, 
if we had them involved in those two things, they were going to be very successful, and we were able to expose them to a lot of, of educational yes. opportunities. I can say that, and I agree with that. I know my daughter is in two. That's right. That's right. She, she's driven anyway. I That's think right. a lot of students in that are involved in two things are, are driven just in general. That's wouldn't, right. you, wouldn't you say? That's right. So, yeah. So something else I wanted to mention, we've briefly talked about it because it's not on the podcast, but it's brand new, is our senior collective um Senior Year Collective dot com website okay. the chamber has developed right. and um, it's in partnership with our businesses in the community and it's a platform for all of DeKalb County seniors which there's over 780 DeKalb County seniors um, they can access that website they can find find career readiness opportunities excellent um, job shadowing internships jobs um, what else is on there volunteerism a lot of some schools within the county. They don't have as many resources and right, options right. and pla- uh, avenues as we do at Fort Payne High School. Yeah, a lot of our clubs, we need those volunteer hours. Right. But, so that, that's great. And the county schools also may not have the clubs necessarily right. to to tap into that. So we're, we're hoping to give all students an opportunity. And with that, I mean, you know as well as I do, there are some students that just stand out in the class. And that's they right. take advantage of things. And there are students that maybe want to do so, but they're maybe don't have the voice to do so. That's maybe. Right. Their parents aren't as vocal and aren't pushing them as much as others, but they really want to get involved. So hopefully they'll um, access this website, find helpful resources, get involved. I mean, we need to make sure we have that link on our website as well. Yes, we're working. I mean, it's so brand new. So, um, but also we'll have workshops and things like that to maybe help develop some leadership skills within people who soft skills. Yes, and just like sometimes you're a C student. But you're still great. You're going to make something of That's yourself. Right. And we That's want to right. tap into your qualities and what you can do best and make sure that you're reaching the goals that's attainable for you. So SeniorYearCollective.com. It's new. So uh, the resources on there right now, we don't have a ton, but it is growing. And the Excellent. more businesses and um, that are involved in that and posting on that website, the more our students will have opportunities. So. Um, we we are so thankful for Fort Payne High School, and we thank you for all you do. Anytime. So one thing to end on, you mentioned that you need to see more facility growth at the high school level. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. see that happening anytime soon? It's going to happen. We're 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 in the process of uh, our, our gym right now. Our, our gym will hold around eight hundred and fifty to nine hundred individuals. Well, I just told you earlier, there's 1,105 to 10 kids for Payne High School, plus another 100 faculty members. So we need a gymnasium that would hold everyone to, as an upgrade to a 6A classification. So I, I feel as though we're, we're trying to move towards a new high school, an updated library-type setting. I'm sure we're going to look at some more STEM-type pathways, uh, we would love to have an, an updated physics lab, a, no, a more updated chemistry lab, yeah. some virtual augmented uh, lab settings where we can simulate some things in, in different areas, whether it be chemistry, physics, uh, biology, uh, things of that nature. That's kind of where we're moving, and uh, that it's about a $20 million build that um, that I'm we're, we're looking – we we found the architect that we want to use, so it'll be something 
coming in the in the next few years yes that will be wonderful so we'll be looking for more information on that that's right that's right good deal well thanks for all you do thanks for joining me today yeah so much i enjoyed it thanks you've been listening to business is booming a podcast brought to you by fort Payne chamber of commerce the host is chamber director jennifer mccurdy executive producer stephen b smith our engineer is lucas smith of Lucky Sound Studios. Business is Booming is a production of Rare Life Media.